following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. While we're still in the beginning, I don't want to say this on air. Okay, it's making it into the episode then. Episode 120 of Your Average Ordinary. I'm Dan. I'm Ben. And, and we're, we're the Torres Brothers. Brothers. 120. That's wild. That's a long time to be doing this podcast. That's a long time. Yeah. I just noticed it was a couple weeks ago that I, like three years ago, a couple weeks ago, that I kind of got accepted onto the network. Mm. And so the three-year anniversary of the show is very, very soon, which is cool. Holy shit. Um, we got something crazy. But yeah, but uh, episode kind of 20 was a big deal for me when oh, yeah. we had episode 20. And it's crazy that, like, this is where we're at right now. We filled 100 episodes of bullshit in between now and Damn then. Right. That's amazing. Right. I absolutely love it. Uh, it is Sunday. It is freezing. I hate it. Too cold. So much. I cannot wait for summer and warmer weather. Uh, I... I I just this is the time of year where the cold just bothers me way more than I know what you mm-hmm. mean, especially when some furry little rodent says it's gonna be spring early and it's not spring. Yeah, Phil. I mean, does he? Can we really trust a groundhog though to <laughs> let us know what spring's gonna be? Groundhogs don't know what the. Like the human traditional spring is. No, no they do not. They <laughs> clearly do not. They don't. I don't know why we even... How did that even start? That's a really good question. And that's what that's what I was wondering because I, I mentioned it to someone and they were like, well, it's tradition. And I was like, yeah, but how... How is it tradition? Yeah. How did we get to this point? Well, like, how did a groundhog start making our, like, weather yeah. and and heat <laughs> decisions for us? I was like, wait a minute. This doesn't make sense. You see. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering that, though. I was like, that, that is just one weird fucking tradition. I know. Uh... The tradition of using rodents to predict the weather dates back much earlier and was brought to the United States by German immigrants. The Groundhog Day celebration was created by a newspaper editor in Puxatani named uh, Climber Freeze, Freeze? Um, who was part of a groundhog hunting club called the Punxsutawney Groundhog Club. So that's how Groundhog Day comes. Okay. So just, I get it. It's a combination of both of them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've ever seen that movie with Bill Murray. I think that's in it. So it's either him or Spacey. Hold on. Uh, 
<clears throat> Zombie Land. No, Groundhog Day. <laughs> oh, ground. Oh, I see. Where just like the same day keeps happening over. Oh, and... yeah, that's right. That's is he in that movie? It's. I think it's Bill Murray, but I'm looking it up right yeah. now. God, I even watched. That it movie is Bill Murray. Forever. I said Bill Murray or Kevin Spacey, which, which like I knew it was Bill Murray from the beginning. I don't know yeah, why yeah. I don't trust myself more with that. <laughs> You can, I, I swear, you could probably go back through episodes and make a compilation of me going. I need to trust myself in those scenarios. <laughs> um, that yeah, that's a good movie. I think I saw that with Aaron A for the first time when really when I saw it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just really like he just kind of appreciates life after a while and like learns mm. how to maximize this it because he starts out as like kind of this bitter like asshole mm. a little okay. bit and like is very, like, superficial about a lot of things. And then he keeps waking up, and it's the same day over yeah. and over and over and over again. I see. And, like, he he tries, like... like that. It's so good. They made a new movie kind of similar, um, except... I can't remember the name. It, it might have been a Hulu exclusive. It had um, uh, Andy Sandberg in it. Oh, yeah. Um... um I forgot the female lead's name, but um, was she in? She in other things? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was in other things. I can. I wish I can remember the name of this movie, but it's him and uh, J.K. Simmons is in the movie too. Mm. And it's like it's about Andy Samberg's character. Well, it's about the girl's character at first, and then it turns to Andy Sandberg's character and um he found this tunnel that like leads him to repeat the same day for, oh. like literally for all eternity and he doesn't know how to break the cycle and him and JK Simmons went in together and J.K. Simmons is now so mad at him that like he keeps killing him <laughs> So, and even when he dies, he just, he lives the same day. I wouldn't want J.K. Simmons coming after me over and over and over again. That would be awful. After Whiplash, I feel like he just beat me with a drumstick (laughs) all the time. But, like, they meet at, like, this wedding. And that's how it all started. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, like, the girl is part of the wedding. So, um, then it leads to, you know... She follows him through the tunnel, and she hap- and it happens to her, mm. and you know, then they fall in love and everything. Um, I I cannot remember the name of this movie to save the life of me. Here we go. Let's see. Palm Springs. Palm Springs. Palm okay. Springs. Yeah, I feel like there are a bunch of Groundhog Day like inspired a bunch of different movies like that. It's him and Kristen. Melody? Sounds familiar. Uh, she, it's... Do I know her? Probably. This lady. Oh. Was she, I think she might have been, um, uh, Ted's wife. Yeah. Ted's wife and How I Met Your How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and she's going to be in the Penguin Show. Yeah. That's what I've heard. I also heard they saw, uh, Pattinson on the set for that, too. 
which is cool. So he'll, he'll probably make like, even as like Bruce Wayne, he might make like a brief appearance doing something. I would love that. Well, like even if he's like, if it just shows a clip of him speaking out for like Gotham and yes. like how, that would be cool. Because then it, it would further the fact that like he transitioned from like just this, like this lonely individual who is like seeking out justice for himself to someone who's protecting Gotham as a whole. Mm -hmm. So like that would be cool to see. And that would be, yeah, absolutely. Cause at the end of the movie, he even says like, I need to be something for the city. You know, I need to be hope for the city. Mm -hmm. So I think I definitely, I hope we get that turn where Batman is the hope for the city. And so is Bruce Wayne. You know, he's trying to um, do stuff to help. Yeah. Cause does Alfred mention something to him about like, oh yeah, it's like when he first sees him and mm. he, the what like the board was coming to see him in the morning. And he's yep, like, I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love him. Like, he's so great. Here, why? Why are they coming here? Why? I don't have time for that. <laughs> I love him. I do too. I, so dope. I keep watching Twilight because, like, Julie just has it on for whatever reason God. all the time. And, like, seeing him and then I'm just like, I never thought I'd fall in love with you like this. But here we are. <laughs> here we are. And here, you know, we live in this universe. I mean, this you, didn't is like him, you didn't like him in the Harry Potter movies? It's a movie. 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 Because he, he, he gets movie. capped immediately. Yeah, that's um, He was good in that. Which one even was it? Was it Half Blood Prince? It was no, it was um Goblet of Fire. He played Cedric Diggory. No, he didn't. Yeah. No, in Goblet of Fire, dude. Was it? He was in Goblet of Fire. He plays yeah, Cedric he's, Diggory. He's the guy that runs to the last competition with him. They, yeah, they they and get the dies, poor key yeah. together and immediately uh Peter Pettigrew kills uh that's Kills right. Mm-hmm. That's right. He's Holy the. Shit. That's the iconic. He's back. <laughs> he's back. Yep. And then yeah. uh, the, his dad going, "My boy." The way he says it. <laughs> that's how he does it. Yeah. It's not even like, and I get it. Like, feels like the right emotion there, but he literally is like, "My boy." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What one did we just watch? I just watched the fifth one the other day. Which I like the fifth one. That's <sighs> Order of the Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, Order of the Phoenix. That's where Sirius Black uh, That's right. gets capped. Oh, poor Sirius. Yeah, Sirius deserved better. So Harry deserved better. <laughs> I wish they would have, like, really upped the body count like they did in... Uh, the seventh book, the way it should have been. Because oh. you only see certain people die in, yeah. in like, yeah. the Battle of Hogwarts. That's a big complaint I've heard about the last movie, is, like, certain characters die off screen and stuff like that. And it's just, like, doesn't one of the um, um, Weasley brothers die he, off screen? No, he's it's movie. on screen. They it show it for a second. Well, they show his body after, but they don't show him Oh, dying. how he died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There That's a couple what of, it was. There are a couple of like ones like that. Yeah. Like um, Tonks and Lupin. It's the same way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And um, uh, what was the one guy's, um, the guy with the eye? 
Oh, Mad Eye. Yeah, Mad Eye. He he dies like right in the beginning of the movie. But that's how it is in the book. Isn't oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's how they 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 <laughs> let. Just like yeah, we're going on this mission, and then he died. They let you know God. from they let you know from the jump in that book that it's about to get really real because oh, okay. Hedwig dies like she does right in the beginning of um, the seventh movie. Okay. Um, they kill Hedwig. And then they all get to the rendezvous point, and um, I can't remember who says it, but one of them shows up, and they go, Mad Eye's dead. <laughs> and, like, you're just like, what? Oh, my God. Like, that's it? And you're like, yeah. Jesus the, his The person who was with him, like, like went MIA. He, like, left. He left him. He ran away. Mm-hmm. He got too scared. <laughs> Basically. That's insane. Messed up. Mad I deserve better. He deserved better. R.I.P. my boy. (laughs) Even though he's like kind of, I don't know, his relationship with them is weird. Because when you first meet him, it's not him. So like the the Mad Eye. That's what I was going to say. Right. The Mad Eye you're bonding with isn't like the (laughs) Mad Eye that's like actually there. But he does have more involvement in like the fifth and sixth book and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Ridiculous. Uh, um, that's ridiculous. I'm looking forward to that TV show when they do it because they're doing a Harry Potter TV show, and that's gonna. I hope it expands way more Me on too. like what they did in the books. Um, and like here's this is gonna get me transitioning to something else too. Okay. When you take um content from books that have a lot of information. When you take something from things that have a lot of information, a lot of information, and put it into media, books to media specifically, Mm -hmm. that's where you have room to do, like, TV shows um, in the sense that if you don't have enough information, you can expand on it even more and add in the information that's, like, that is already there and already presented. Mm-hmm. And that's my problem with Avatar right now, Last Airbender. Because you already have a piece of live action media that didn't come from anything else. Right. That is perfect beginning to end. Perfect beginning to end. Couldn't agree more. So do you need media outside of that? Not necessarily, no. right? You don't the need only, anything like that. Only media that I would consider putting in is would be stuff from after the show where yeah. it continued in the comics, you know? Yeah, that, other than that, you need that lead up yeah. in order to get there. Yeah, you need the you need the continuity for 100%. sure. 100%. Um, so I have gone through two and a half episodes of um, the live action Last Airbender so far. It's not terrible. People are saying, like, this is an extended Shyamalan. This is this is that. It's not. It's not. It's not that bad. But I have a lot of problems with it. Like, a lot. And this is exactly what I was... Story problems. This is exactly what I was kind of afraid of when they were making this series. And I've talked about it a couple of times, how, like, I don't think they need to do any more with it. I I think people can just watch The Last Airbender in its entirety, and they'll have 
a great ride beginning to end. Um, I think Appa and Momo look pretty good. Momo looks a little cartoony for me at yeah. sometimes, and yeah, that that's like. Fair. It, but I do, I do like the live action version of him that they're making, especially because mm-hmm. he does like monkey like chirps and stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the effects are good. Appa's cool. Appa looks really cool. He looks so fluffy. He like I would good. love to take a damn nap on him. <laughs> um, Ang is very one toned as far as his emotional Ooh. inflections in his voice. Mm. And I kind of get what he's doing with it, but, like, he reminds me of, like, the way Dewey talked on Malcolm in the Middle. You know how, like, Dewey just kind of had, like, these little, like, inflections here and there? But Dewey, I think, even showed more emotion than he does. Really? This is very, like, flat. This is how he talks. Like, very much like, I I need to go and defeat the Fire Lord. I need to do this. Kiyoshi said it's at the North Pole. Um, That's... So like, but like he's not awful either. Okay. Um, I think the tattoos are awesome that they put on him. His airbending tattoos because you can see like the air circles within the arrow, which oh, I think is okay. really cool. Like, that's cool. But like condensing these episodes the way they do, like these eight episodes that they're doing, really condensing them down, is so harmful to it. Because there's so much information that everybody loves from Avatar mm-hmm. that, like, you're you're not going to satisfy everybody, and I get that. Like, certain things do have to be yes. made. But, like, I'm in the third episode, and Azula's in it already. I've heard that, yeah. too. Yeah. Was, uh, all of them. May, Ty, Ty Lee, they're, they're all in it already, That's... which is so strange. Yeah. They, they showed Ozai's face, which I was like, yeah, you're not going to keep Ozai... But like, yeah. But like, you're not going to keep him without FaceTime for three seasons if you're doing it this short. I was going to say you got to kind of rush certain things around. But it's weird because like <clears throat> they got into Omashu um, using Jet. Like Jet was out there like with a cart and was oh. like getting in, and he snuck them in, and then that's how Katara meets Jet. And they're, but they're, so here's, here's my major problem right now is I am halfway through this Omashu episode and there is no Boomy to be found right now. There is no Boomy anywhere. Right. That's what I mean. But they're combining Omashu with, um, what's the episode with, um, oh man. Shoot, I can't think of it. I always want to. No, I always want to say his name is Kai, but it is not Kai at all. You're thinking of um, uh, Legend of Korra. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the um, the boy who's in the that Ang thinks is an Airbender when he meets him, but he's in that cart. He's crippled, and he uses that cart oh, to get around. Oh yeah. Um, what is his name? Uh, yeah, I can't remember his name to save my life. Hold on. I think it's like Tao or something like that. It might be. I'm trying to remember his dad's name, but I can't remember his dad's name. But they, yeah, so they combine the Omashu episode with that episode with, um, so Jet and the, the Lost Southern Boys. Southern Air Temple episode? Yes, the Southern Air Temple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
which is it's it's strange that is that strange. they're that they're like kind of putting those ones together out of yeah. all of them and i have to think that there's some reason for that um i hate their casting for iro really i hate the person that they like it, the 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 inflection is right. He sounds so American. It is unbelievable. I see. He's just not Iro. He's just not. That's the one thing I really liked. Okay. Zuko's pretty good. Um, Katara's pretty good. Okay. Except they're kind of like dumbing her down a lot. Like they're not giving her the emotional yeah. arc that she should have. I also heard they dumbed Sokka down a lot. Um. With not in the sense of like his character, but like, um, but like a lot of they were saying a lot of things Sokka was saying was very sexist, so they couldn't put them in. But the thing is, that's the reason why they did it is because when he goes to meet, um, uh, oh my god, what is her name? Suki. Suki. Yeah. It, it's completely challenged, and he's totally turned around, and he's like, yeah, women can be warriors. Yeah, can see, this and that. I know? didn't have too much of a problem with that. I don't think they dumped him down too much in that sense. Another thing I heard is that Zuko is not a villain at all. I can kind of agree with that. Because I heard, have so you've been to Kyoshi Island already? Yeah. Cause it, so what the fuck? So they have... They have Zhao and They have Zhao there mm-hmm. instead. Yeah. That's like, what the hell? You well, know, with you... both of them, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're already setting it up for him to be like the hero arc eventually, which yeah. there was a lot of questions in the the actual series as far as like if he was going to turn good eventually. They made you question it way more with Zuko in right. like in original Last Airbender. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, but... The thing is, not in the first season, though. In the first season, the entire time, I'm thinking he's a villain. Because he's doing everything to go after Aang. That's why. Yes. Like, like he's at he's at the Kyoshi Island burning down the buildings to get to Aang. He, and then after that, he... I forget. But the they 50-50'd it because you get to the Blue, the Blue Spirit episode and that's the first time when you're like, what is his actual intention? Like, what is he trying to do? Well, his, in, his intention was, you know, to get Aang at that point. But... <laughs> here's the thing. But they... Like, that's the thing is like... I don't, I don't know. Here's I don't know. the thing is because in the first season, that's what Zuko is doing. He's so determined to get Aang... To get back home, to go back home and be a hero. But the balance in that, so this is maybe where I have the problem with this in the live action one. You don't fully, ex- like, at least from my point of view, you never fully accept that Zuko is a villain because of Iroh. You never fully accept. But the thing is, we don't, you have to think. And the headspace of just starting the show out. Yeah, you can tell Iroh is a good person, but you still don't know who Iroh is. Right, but he's still a but, part but of the then guys the, chasing. Right, but then the other part of that is 
um, they introduce Zhao. And you're like, oh, this guy's far worse than Zuko is. Like, there's no questioning that Zhao is a way bigger prick than Zuko is. That entire bigger that, prick, yeah. That but... cheap shot that he tries to take after is like, oh, you after see the, yeah. yeah. I don't know. You see that Zuko has kind of a moral code on it. On it. Like, I, th- oh, I think I, that I, I 100% agree so, with that. Like, you see that um, right in the first episode. You do. Aang says, if. If I go with you, will you let these people go? And he's like, yeah. So here's what I gauge it on as far as everything. Yeah. Here's what I gauge this on is when I watched her for the first time with Julie and we got to the Blue Spirit episode when um, when Aang said that thing about like if you think we were alive, if we existed back then, do you think we'd be friends too? And Zuko goes at him. Right after that, Julie's like, are they going to work together eventually? And I went, you got to wait and see. So she, right there is when you kind of like, and you see Zuko struggle through a lot of things. But however, like this is all moot because my 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 point is the same as yours with the the live action series. They're doing it way too early, and they're doing it way they're doing it wrong. Way too early. They're they're not establishing him as like the main antagonist for Aang because exactly. that's kind of what he should be. Like he should be the main antagonist. Yeah, and. Not only is it, not it, not only is it. Uh, am I saying that because like, oh, they need to make him evil to make him, you know, to make people like him later. I'm saying it because if Zuko is not doing all this evil stuff to them, and then he just joins them, then it's like. They have no reason to be like, oh, yeah, you should join us. Right. And I'm oh. I'm very worried that they're going to speed that up way too early. Exactly. Be like, That's what I'm worried. Yeah. And it's like, you can't do that because that was the whole conflict was like, Aang needs a firebending teacher. And literally one drops out of the sky and it's like, hey, I'm here to help you. But it's the person that's been chasing you. Yeah. And and making you like be on edge this whole time. They also you know? don't know who Zhao is when they meet him for the first time, Zuko and Iroh. Like, they don't know him specifically, which <laughs> is which is weird. And, and I kind of get that. Like, maybe you don't know everybody who's, like, in the Fire Nation army, and I get that. But but, but Zhao is a commander, and he's kind of a prick. Like, he feels like that guy that would make you know who he is and no matter what. And that's the thing. Um, did he mention in the show that he was there the day he got the scar? No. That's okay. That's weird. Yeah, because that's the thing is he was there the yeah, day he got the scar, so he definitely knows who he is. Yeah, well, maybe not in this timeline. I guess not. Who knows? I also like so. Out of all the past avatars that um, oh, I heard about this. that Ang interacts with, um, he interacts with Kiyoshi the first out of all of them. That's weird. It's it's it was weird not seeing Roku as like the main guy, but um, she did in the Kyoshi Warriors episode. Um, he like she takes his form on, and she fights all of them, which was. I was like, okay, this is cool as hell. Okay. Like they did, like a lot of the fight scenes are really good, are like really, really cool. Yeah. Some of the bending stuff, I'm like, this is this is cool. Looking. I saw I saw only one fight, and it was um, 
uh, when Iroh's captured. Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't get to that yet. Oh, not that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it's all right. You know, I I was just I I watched it, and the first thing I thought was, yeah, this is way better than the movie. At least it's way better you know, than yeah. That's the thing is like you can tell. You can tell they're being methodical with mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Julie also told me that her friend said there are no pirates in the in this season. Oh, come I on. was very upset about that. I was like, come on. That was like like that was honestly their biggest uh form of trans representation in that show. Right. It really was. Right. All of them are like wearing lipstick and skirts and like doing all that stuff like that. They, but it was cool because it was like, yeah, Avatar, you know, fucked with everybody when it came down to it. Like, they represented everybody. They come down with everybody. And they're just such a fun part of that series, too. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, 100%. And, and, again, that's another thing that if they don't have the pirates, then Zuko never takes Katara's necklace to track them down, you yeah. know? And, um... And that's what I'm worried about is um, that it's just that they don't villainize him in the right way. Yeah, I, so at that, this current point, I don't think they are. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see, see how it goes. Aang also flew in the first episode, which I did not like whatsoever. That's weird. He, like, was looking for Appa and, like, boosted himself up with his air and was, like, flying. And I'm like, so what's the point of his staff then? Like, why would you do that? And then he used it getting away from Zuko later on. And even Julie went, oh, now he could use his staff? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, exactly. Just that, makes no sense. Stuff. Yeah. That just makes no, make no sense. Like, why? Why would you do that? That doesn't make sense. And But I will say, uh, I do have an issue with um, Roku not being the avatar he interacts with the most. Because, one... It makes the most sense because he was the the right the exact past life sure right before him. Two, you get that dynamic that there are good people in the Fire Nation, mm-hmm. and you. I, let me preface I, this I too. I, let me I preface this it too with. Make sense to me. Let me preface this too with. When he found Gyatso, he does not find that room with all the Avatar statues in it. So Kiyoshi is the first Avatar statue he finds on Kiyoshi oh, Island. So okay. it, in that context, it makes a little bit more sense. That does make a little more sense. Because they okay. go into that statue room and he sees Roku and he goes, that's Avatar Roku. He was the one right before me, which like... He and he didn't know how he knew that, and mm-hmm. it's because he saw that statue and immediately just like yeah, had that connection like with it. Yeah. So Kiyoshi, like, he's asking her basically, like, like I need to tap into my past avatars. I need to learn, and okay. then she, and then that's how he does that. But I'm worried. Here's my other worry that I have. I'm worried that when he does the thing. Um, on Ember Island, uh, no, not Ember Island, um, the like Crescent Island yeah, that they go I to. Yeah, I forget what the name of it is. Yeah. Um, 
I'm worried that he's not going to have that Roku moment where Roku comes out of the room instead of him. And that is such a cool moment that in that series. Sweet moment. It's one of the best in that yeah, first season. It is. We were like, holy shit, it's Roku. Yeah, it's like, oh, Roku. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Moment. There it is. Amazing. And, and stuff like that, too. It's like, like, yeah, Zhao's a villain, but like, no, no, he wasn't there at that point. But like, you have that moment where they're all um, trying to open the door. And they're like, Aang, go now. And then Zuko has him. And it's like, oh, shit, you know? Like, oh. I, yeah. just, I really hope they do that right. And I really hope they do the blue spirit right. That's that's, that's the other thing I'm worried about. Worry. Is I'm hoping because um, Azula is there that they're not going to like try jumping the gun yes. into some more things. Because yes. like, why introduce her already? You're not even at the North mm-hmm. Pole. Uh, another thing I heard, uh, have you seen the spirit world yet? No. Oh, okay. Um, I'm only, so the first three episodes are... The uh, the boy in the iceberg, um, and then Kyoshi Island, and then Omashu, which I'm halfway through Omashu now, and okay. it's like I I honestly I think we're tuning out of it like more and more as we go, which it, like although I will say Jet's group looks very good, like really very very good. They all look kind of spot on. Okay. Sweet. Like, um, Smeller B looks exactly how I hoped it, like, was, like, stabbing people in the leg and stuff like that, like, during the fights, which I thought was, like, so cool. Um, they gave, they gave Smeller B, like, an edge. Dude, and then, that is um, pretty sweet. and then, uh, or no, it was either Smeller B or, um, or, or the Duke that was doing oh, that. Duke. Um, but I want to say it was Smeller B, but, um. Then Pip Squeak was he just looks hilarious. They <laughs> <laughs> like have the target painted on his belly perfectly. Oh, sweet, um sweet. long shot looks cool too, and they're oh, keeping it I that long that shot. long shot doesn't talk. So like oh, that was one of those cool. things where I was like, I okay. love that. That's awesome though. Uh do they do um Jets weapons? Yes, like those cool, like I think so. Looking things, I think so. Yeah, those things. I'm trying to remember that fight from last night. Oh, I see, I see, dude. Those things are so cool, dude. I was so out of it yesterday. It was unbelievable. Really? Oh my god. Well, (laughs) okay. So, public service announcement for people out there. There's a challenge about ten years ago or so, maybe a little bit more. Still circulates the internet every Mm -hmm. once in a while. It's the banana and Sprite challenge. I don't know if anybody's ever familiar with that, but basically you eat a banana or two if you really want to, like, hurt yourself. And you chug Sprite, and basically what happens from um, the videos I looked up on it is the potassium in the banana kind of bonds to the carbon dioxide molecules. So instead of... Um, burping just coming up as gas, like you're going to get some solids coming up with that too. So basically your body just forces you to throw up like over and over again. Um, Friday night, I learned that the same thing can happen 
if you have um, a couple of white claws and a banana in between those white claws. <laughs> so I woke up at thing. three o'clock in the morning violently iller than I've ever been in my entire life. Violently, I'm talking ill. Violently ill. Out of both ends, like, just Mm. hot and cold, like, all the things, like, I would be freezing and then sweating my balls off, like, like, two seconds later. It was, it was hell. It was absolute, actual hell. (laughs) It was so bad. So I basically, yesterday, I was just down for the count. I didn't Mm -hmm. eat anything. I just drank Gatorade all day. I like laid on my couch and watched. We we got two episodes of Avatar down yesterday, and then nice. Friday we got one. In yeah, I I want to try to watch it, but I just I'm very weary, <laughs> very very weary. You got to form your own opinion on it. I feel like oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, it's I not do. that bad though. They definitely like you could tell they like put thought into it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing I didn't like, but I. I understood why they did it is um is when Aang is getting discovered for the first time it shows Zuko on the ship and uh the statues go oh yeah off yeah instead. yeah mm-hmm. it just confused me because I was like why the hell does he have those statues yeah but the it, eyes gl- yeah. glow or whatever it makes sense because like if he's chasing the avatar he would get relics and stuff but I was just like that blue light was so iconic because that just let everyone know, like, yeah, he's back. Yeah. So I don't know. Oh, I think it was the Northern Air Temple that we were talking about before. We said the Southern Air Temple. I think it's the Northern. I was going to say, which one is Aang from? Is he he from the Southern Southern Air Temple? Temple. Yeah. I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I always get them confused, too. That was one thing I heard was that they kind of did Gyatso dirty. In the show, he's surrounded by those bodies, but in, like, the live action, he, like, takes out two of them. They they definitely kind of did, but they also, um, they justified it, too, because it was the day of the eclipse. So, like... That's fair. So they, like, and even the firebender says that when he's going, he's like, he's like, any other day you could take me. He's like, but today with the sun on my side, it's not the day or whatever. But I, yeah, I do, I did enjoy the fact that, like, (laughs) that Gyatso pretty much, like, just sucked all the oxygen out of that room and killed all of them. Like, I love that. um, But they, they just, like, the the um the brutality is just a little bit more real in this in this series, which is cool because Gyatso dies right in front of like all the other airbending children, like <laughs> so you know wow. they're killing the kids right after Yo, they killed yeah, him. Right after, um, Ozai set like so many people on fire already. There have been people like set on fire, and it's cool. That's cool. I do like that aspect of it. Um, is Zula menacing? No. No. That's, she that's looks another, like a teenager. They yeah, all look really young. Like they that. all look really young. That's like another problem I have with it is in the in the series, yes, like they're um they're kids. They're they kids, but look. they look they have like that adult look. Yeah. So that's one of those situations where like you cast older and cast them down, I feel like. But not in a way where it's gonna look stupid. I don't know. I like Sokka's cast, though. I think he's, I think he's spot on. Cast. I think he's spot on. 
Like I really he, do. He's the best part of that series so far because he sounds like him. He like is very much behaving like mm-hmm. him. He he's the most true that they've taken. They didn't do <clears throat> um, the thing with the Unagi eel on Kyoshi Island either. I know, I yeah. know, but like, it's, <laughs> and I can't expect them to do any everything. But yeah, like, I want to see the creatures. If you're gonna been, exactly, it's cool to see the creatures, but I also understand that. Doing something that massive is also very hard to do. Yeah. I also want, like, I want to see Hei so bad, so I really hey hope Bai they put Hei in there, like, in both forms. Mm-hmm. I'm so... That poor guy. He was I just mad because they literally destroyed him. Oh, yeah. Time. Yeah. But, like, you also... You get those moments with Aang and those creatures, you know, like... um Teo is the voice of that kid, or is the name of that kid is that's the name in of Teo? Um, the Northern okay. Temple. Um, yes, sorry. No, you're good. But you get those moments, like, um, like Aang touching Hei and realizing he's just, you know, mm-hmm. a giant panda bear. And that the coolest moment with uh, Aang and that eel is when. He's flying away, and the village is on fire, and then yeah. like, it'll be okay. He's like, no, it's not. And he dives back in, and that he was goes a, and gets that eel. If that was the thing, though, is they were kind of just... They, the firebenders destroyed Kyoshi Island, and like it was almost like they were okay with how bad their town was destroyed after. <laughs> that sucks. But like, they also... They talked about a lot of the episode within that island, how, like, they disconnected from the outside so much because Mm -hmm. they had no hope for people anymore. And when Aang comes in and, like, defends them and that, they say they have hope again. So it's, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, okay. Did he at least do his classic marble thing? The, um, the air scooter? No, the marbles. Remember, he's oh like, no, he doesn't. If you think that's cool, he doesn't do that. Wait, do you see he this? Do that. <laughs> he doesn't do that. He has done the air scooter a couple of times though, okay, and it cool. is dope seeing that. Because yeah. what's cool about it is like you see the dust collecting within it from like when he's oh, going. So like cool. it's like kind of a brownish color too because cool. he's like yeah, that makes sense. But it's surrounded by air, but you yeah, see all yeah. the particles but, that are like getting trapped. Yeah, it makes and sense. it would make you sense. Pick up dust yeah. exactly, absolutely. So they're cool things. Like there's certain things they're definitely doing right. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're not going to do better than the animated series. Like, no, you're, it, not. you're 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 just not because that's the ori- <laughs> that's the blueprint for everything else. You know what I was thinking about the other day <laughs> so I was watching uh, some clips of um, Sozin's Comet came up on my TikTok and I realized they're all walking around the house looking for Aang I just thought to myself how the fuck can Toph see <laughs> she can't I don't know if she can cause I I realized, like, because, you know, they go to that porch area where Aang was. Oh, yeah. That's wood. She can't see. She probably would be able to. I don't know. I don't think. Well, remember, they throw her in that wooden prison. She's like, what is this? But she can't. It's because she can't bend it. You think? Oh, you think she could see it, though? I think she could. I think she could feel it and feel the structure, but she was thrown Maybe, off when yeah. it was wooden and not well, metal because they only, know she can metal yeah. bend. My only other theory to that is um, 
maybe the, they also knew she couldn't see because at one point she's looking um, through the rooms and Zuko looks at her and she goes, <laughs> like she just shrugs her shoulders. That could be, yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe they do know she can't see. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like... I feel like she could. I feel like she'd be yeah, good in that situation. Yeah. I'm surprised she didn't learn how to wood bend in those like three minutes she was in that cell. To be totally honest, I love, I love the fact that um, Ang says in the drill episode, oh, "What I wouldn't give to be a metal bender." And it's like, oh ha ha ha! Like, and then Toph makes Toph, it. It's yeah. like, holy shit! That's I know. sweet for real. It's just, she's Seriously. so cool. She I just is. I just saw this great meme on one of my avatar pages that popped up, and it it was that DW one, you know that one that like she's looking at the sign, and then oh. afterwards she's like this um, this doesn't apply to me because I can't read or yes. something like that. Yeah. Um, it was it was it said Toph over DW, and the sign said. Um, it, uh, earthbenders cannot bend metal or something like that. And then she said that afterwards. This I doesn't mean anything because I can't read. I can't read. Which she literally can't read. I love, I love Top <laughs> so much. Top, maybe you should come with me. Why? Because you don't think I can hang posters? <laughs> it's like it's upside, upside down. down. <laughs> so good. Love her character. <laughs> Yeah, so people got to form their own opinions on that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just see what happens with it, but... I don't know. thought it was good. Uh, We watched this movie on Friday night called uh, Villains. It was so good. Really? Yeah, it was... um, I I just want to get the actors' names. It was kind of a thrill. It was a scary movie without being scary. It was, like, more of a thriller than anything else. Um but Julie's hairdresser literally told us about this movie. Oh, really? And because uh, she uh, she's into scary stuff too, so she said, "Watch that." Um, so we went home and we did, and it's got um, oh my god, what's his name in it? Uh, to freaking Pennywise. I can't I can't think of his oh, name right now. Oh, what is his name? Um, yeah, I I don't know his name. Um. I know, I know the guy, but yeah, I, I have no idea what his name I, is. Yeah, uh, Bill Skarsgård, of course. Oh, um, yeah, I, I genuinely didn't know his name. Yeah, it's um, him, and then um, the girl from It Follows. Um, oh, okay. And uh, Kira Sedgwick's in it, and uh, a couple other really good people. Okay. But they basically like. It's these two people that are, uh, they rob a gas station and then they like immediately like hit the road to like go flee or do whatever. And they run out of gas and they, um, they go to this, they find this house like close to them and they break in and they're like getting stuff ready to, uh, to go and to like steal their car and go and they go down in the basement to look for other stuff and there's this girl chained in the basement oh my god oh lord so it's it's kind of it's a a crazy movie it's good though it's very very good (laughs) 
Huh. And the one guy was in Law and Order too. That's in it. Um, <gasps> Jeffrey Donovan. Oh, okay. He was in like okay. Burn Notice and stuff too. Yeah, I think I know. Yeah, he was the main guy in Burn Notice. Yeah, this dude. Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Him. Yeah, yeah he he's the main the guy from that. So he's like he's like the guy that owns the house in Kira Cedric's oh. his wife. He's a he's a good pick for that role. He was he was really good. He I'll was tell really you, good in that. I'll tell you about some real villains though. You know who I think are real villains? WB. WB. Yeah. WB, what are you thinking? Knew this was coming. Not doing that Batman Beyond project. What are you thinking? You are, you would make so much money off of that. If you're allergic to money, just admit it. But I mean, come on, we know you're not. Yeah. What are you thinking? I can't believe, so, did you hear the story about that? Yeah. Yeah, so, it did go from a never to a maybe. Maybe. But Why would it even be at a maybe? Yeah, still a maybe. I mean... The pictures alone. I mean, come on. Do they understand how ridiculous the fan base for Batman Beyond is and how much they would eat that up? Yeah, it is huge. There are nerds every day like you and me that are like, oh, this comic was so good for Batman (laughs) Beyond. This comic was so good. This was really good. Like every day like we are. And I I just don't understand how they – how do you pass an opportunity like that? Mm. I don't get it. And if it's up to James Gunn, I'm I'm going to be livid. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what he does with Legacy. We'll see what he does with Legacy. Yeah. Did you see the first cast picture? I did. Yeah. yeah. That looks fun. It's a good group. It's a good group. For sure. Like, I think the casting is really good on it. I, I was looking at it. I was like, where's Superman? And then I saw the tall guy in the back. I was like, oh, there's <laughs> like, Superman. Ah, there he is. <laughs> Right back there. Right back there. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I, yeah I just, they need to do I something I saw with that, that, and I was like, what the hell? And I also, I need to address something else. Literally, we're talking about Batman Beyond and a Batman Beyond background until my phone just came. <laughs> yeah, see? There you go. But now I I read a thing that people were saying, like, oh... It looks too much like it looks too much like Spider-Verse and it looks too it's too similar to the 2099 style. I'm like dude, do you know what the hell <laughs> they, Batman Beyond Yeah, those is? people don't know what they're talking about. Like have you not seen the show? It's it's that's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's like what in this year's like what twenty thirty five or something, something like, like that. that? But even then, it's it, what do you mean? I don't know. According like, to Batman Beyond, we're supposed to have like flying cars by now and shit. Yeah, which is really annoying. Literally, I'm annoyed about that. They lied to me, real they lied hard. To me, they were right about having cell phones, kind of. Yeah, actually, they were pretty spot on. They when were it comes pretty to close that. with that. People. Like have earpieces. Mm-hmm. They have like things they could basically FaceTime other people Pretty on. Pretty much, yeah. So they weren't too. They've far got off everything, that, you know. So they weren't off by any means as far as that goes. Very but true. like, there's so much that they had by now that I want. Oh, I know, I know. That Where are my slappers? Nice 
We don't need slappers. I need slappers. I don't think we need slappers. You do. Well, I mean, You're still you young. Don't use them I need much. slappers. I need just like a little, like tiny slap patch that I could just put on. Just one. Just give me that boost, uh, you know? Uh, I don't think we need slappers. Yes, I do. No. I have 1,000% need slappers. Want to turn into Bane? Yeah. Who wouldn't? No, you don't want to turn into Bane. Why? I didn't mean Bane. I meant old Bane. You just don't get old. Oh, that'll work. Yeah. Just die by 50 and you're fine. <laughs> I think Bane tried. That didn't work for him. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> he put himself in pretty much every scenario where he could end up dying. Pretty so much, yeah. He didn't give a shit if he did or not. <laughs> John Paul Valley nearly killed him anyway. True. Yeah. That's a fact. Ugh. But yeah, I just don't know how they couldn't take up that project immediately. Especially I think it's, with how cool it would look. I think it's an eventuality that they're going to do it. It's we'll got to be. It's got to be. We'll see. The, the the patents and projects doing good right now. So if we can keep yeah. our eggs in that basket, I'm good yeah. with that. What was I talking? It might have been... Might have been Tyler I was talking to about it, but someone was saying that they were trying to, like, they were sure that they were gonna, tr- he was gonna try to cancel Robert Pattinson's Batman. Oh yeah, because um, his Batman needs to be the only Batman. I'm like, I don't think that's no, no. I let's hope not. That's I. I don't even think you have to hope about that. I just think you would cause an uproar and you would look just so, like, petty and it's mine, mm-hmm. you know? Like, that's that's ridiculous. And if it really is that way, then I don't think anyone's going to come see your movie. Nope. And if so, they're all idiots. Uh-huh. That's yeah. 100% correct. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but I'm... I'm not too worried. James Gunn seems pretty faithful faithful to um to um like the DC story. Mm-hmm. So, um I think if he was smart and if the Batman Beyond project is up to him, I think he, you know, if he does respect DC that much in their stories and everything. I think he would jump on the opportunity to do yeah. Batman Beyond. Yeah, I hope so. Because it's just, it's such a... It, it can have a lot of fun with it. I, I want to say it's a classic story because people, you know, but people don't know it. But it, it really is. It's just like he goes in, he steals the suit, and then he just becomes Batman. And it's like, <laughs> it's so fucking dope. Like... Who has the balls to steal from Bruce Wayne? And then, not only that, he stole a fucking bat suit. Yeah, it's pretty bold. From Bruce. It's pretty bold, for sure. Like, that's just, that's so fucking cool. And then I've I've been reading um, old comics and stuff, and just the fact, like, Bruce literally passed the mantle on to him now. Mm -hmm. Like, he literally said to him, I was vengeance, I was the knight, but you, you're Batman. <laughs> like, he literally gave him the mantle, you know? That's kind of some very comic booky shit to say. 
I was vengeance. I was the night. But you know, now I'm this. (laughs) I was a boy. Now I'm dead, but you. Now I'm a bat. (laughs) So good. (laughs) (laughs) My planet didn't fucking explode, and my parents didn't die on that planet. Didn't your parents die? (laughs) I was a boy. Now I'm a bat. I forgot about that. Goat series. It's so good. Dad just discovered those and he sends them to me on Instagram. Really? Yeah. Oh my it's god. Funny. They're so. It's funny. like I've known about them for so long, and he'll he'll just send me the reels of them, and I laugh every time. It's like I don't even so care much. if I've seen it before. They're so good. <laughs> oh my god. Those are great. I love those parodies of it. It's so fucking good. Oh. I'm totally off today, and I apologize. No, like, you're totally, fine. Like, you're fine. Just out of it. You're still recovering. I've been, well, yeah, in a lot of senses. <laughs> um, I have been rewatching uh, Justice League a lot. I don't know if I've talked to you <sighs> about this. I've been thinking about rewatching it. It's good. Very, very it's good. so good. The two-parter episodes are a little drawn out sometimes. I'm like, okay. That's the only thing that throws me off, you know, because mm-hmm. a lot of them are like, eh. Like the majority are two-part ones. And then when you get to Unlimited, they're all like one yeah, episode Yeah, it's all ones. one episode. But it's because they have more people to work with, which is cool. Yes, yeah. That's why it was cool they changed up that format of it. Mm-hmm. Because when you have the Core 7, it's so hard to get – of you know so many episodes recorded for all of them absolutely even like kevin conroy is only in like a handful every season because you know true can only get batman for so many true um but like even superman has like there are a lot of them that are just like hot girl lantern jean um flash yeah like those ones and you, and you don't get like wonder woman batman or superman and a lot of times if you do get those ones the episode is centered around them in some type of way yeah 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 but like one of my favorite and it doesn't come from justice league but um one of my favorite episodes is um booster gold oh yeah yeah like you see batman for like a minute and then it's like him the rest of the mm-hmm. episode you know I love it. I think it's a great one. Yeah, sometimes that's all you need. And that's why Unlimited was so good, because mm-hmm. you had so many people to work with. From um, I just showed Elena um, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Ooh, what'd she think? She says so far that is her favorite Batman movie she's watched. So good. It's so favorite. good. It's just so well done. Red Hood's got to be one of the next ones you show her. I showed her that already. Oh, dope. Under the Red Hood. Okay. Yeah. She liked that one too? Yeah. She loves that one, but... um. Yeah, she said right now her favorite one is Mask of the Phantasm. Gotham Year One is a really good one to... I want to show her that next. Because um, that's more of like a origin-based one. It doesn't focus on Batman so much, I was but it's a say, cool Jim Gordon story with it's that. It's more of a Jim Gordon story and how rotten the GCPD is yeah. at the time. But I do like... um. The whole sequence at the end to where – and it's taken from the comic, of course, too. But um, mm-hmm. the whole sequence at the end where Bruce is going after the guys that have Jim Gordon's baby and then they toss it. Yes. And, he, and he dives And after he dives it, after yeah. and gets it. And Jim says the thing where he's like, 
it, it, where they're standing face to face and he's like, you know, with my glasses off, I can't see two feet in front of me. So he's like looking at Bruce, but yeah. he can't recognize he can't that it's him. Who yeah. He is. yeah. Yeah. I, 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 there are like small, subtle things like that that I absolutely, absolutely love that just expand the universe that much more. I, I love that movie. It, it, it's for such a corny reason, but I love Bruce training in the beginning and, um, like he's breaking those bricks and he goes, I'm not ready. Yeah. I'm trained. I've done this and that. And then he breaks the tree mm -hmm. and then he goes, I'm still not ready. And, like, and those shots are, those shots are taken straight out of the comic books too, where he's kicking yes. the bricks like that and yes. kicking the tree. Like that's, those are like panels, like mm -hmm. shot for shot. Those are panels and it's so cool. And I love how they present Bruce in that movie mm -hmm. because he, um, when they f first initially think that he could be Batman and uh, he goes to investigate and he has that girl at his house mm -hmm. and then he's like flashing his junk and stuff like that and his wife is just like, yeah, there's no way this guy can be, <laughs> you know. But then like they're going to leave and at one point they stop. That's for different reasons. Mm -hmm. But like Bruce is looking out the window. He's like, why did they stop? Did they did they catch something? You mm -hmm. know, like he he put it all on. You know, um, I did show Elena um, Dark Knight Returns Part One and Two because she said she kind of likes them older and stuff like that. So I showed her that, and I one of my favorite scenes from that is um in the first movie when him and Jim are just talking and. Uh, he puts the glass down and he's like, sure made up for lost time. Mm -hmm. You had us all going, drinking your uh, your ginger ale like it was champagne. <laughs> and I just like, yeah, it's Bruce all right. Yep. You know? So good. I just love it. But, They're the best. Um, Gotham Knights is a good one. If you haven't shown her that one yet. I showed her that. Gotham Go uh, Knights is a great Gotham shorts. by Gaslight. You got to make sure it's on the list somewhere. Yes, that's got to be on the list. Yeah. I, that one's a cool I one. I forget about that movie sometimes. Um, I was thinking about showing her Hush, but the only reason I'm thrown off of showing her Hush is because it's really not a Hush movie. Yeah, you got to just have her read Hush. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. I was, And that's what I was explaining. I was like... It, like, it does deal with Hush, but at the end, it's not really him, and it's just, they they messed that movie up. I don't know how they I don't know that. why. My favorite part of that whole storyline is when uh, Joker's in the alley, when uh, Bruce walks out and Tommy's quote-unquote dead. At that point, and yes. Bruce is beating the crap out of Joker, and out. Joker's going, "Stop! Yeah. It wasn't me! Yeah, Stop!" Like me. the entire time, he's like, just. <laughs> I love in the comic. I don't know if he says it in the movie, but in the comic, he's like, "Stop me if you've heard this one before." Yeah. But I didn't do it. <laughs> I swear to God, I didn't do it. And he's just, just beat the yeah, shit out of him. It's the one time him. Joker's absolutely innocent in this situation. He's like, stop hitting me. Like, like I actually didn't do it. Hit stop. me if I deserve it. Stop. <laughs> and Jim literally stops him from, like, killing yeah. him in that moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, so good. <clears throat> yeah, and I just, I love that movie, but. They, they kind of butchered that. It's weird seeing stuff from before um, 
Jason comes back, like how Clayface is um, is impersonating him that entire yeah. time. Yeah, and um, he says the thing towards the end about like that's that's how I know you're fake is till the end. Jason knew how much I loved him, and Jason comes back now. He's like, "Fuck you, Bruce, yeah, for everything." <laughs> I hate you, man. I was dead, and now I'm alive again. And I hate you. It's your fault. Um, <laughs> I, I definitely agree with that. Um, what's the other? Oh, um, I'm also, uh, we're going to hit um, Long Halloween, part one and two. That'll be good, yeah. Um, those are good movies. Except- they stay pretty okay to that. yeah. Uh, they do a few things that uh, I don't like. One thing I, uh, one thing I, it's I don't hate it. I think it's a cool thing they did. But um, at, at the end of the movie, um, uh, ooh, what is her name? Um, uh, Harvey's wife. Oh, um, a Gilda or something like that. Yeah, I think it might be. Gilda, I think it's Gilda. Yeah. Um, but she's, um, tossing the gun at the end of the movie and Batman's there. Yeah. See that I don't like that. I didn't like cause I was, it, it, it made it like, it was the, oh, this is the one mystery Batman didn't get right. You know, like she, she really did get away with it. Yeah. It's well, crazy. Kind of. Cause then she becomes like two face goes after her quite a bit in like the storylines afterwards. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. But um, a lot, a lot of times, especially when, um, I know they make that a storyline a lot when Dick is Batman again. Mm. Yeah, that was like maybe mm, 2010, 2011 ish. Mm. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, that's another one I want to show her is Bad Blood. That, um, yeah, that one's good. But I want to show her, like, um, Batman and Robin and then Batman versus Robin and then... Um, Batman and Robin, like the Schumacher movie? No, not Has that she one. seen um, that yet? No, I, I don't think she has. Oh, I boy. I have those, too, so maybe I will. Hi, Mr. White Christmas. <laughs> but I'm talking... Oh, um... Um, Son of Batman. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Son of Batman. With Deathstroke in it, yeah. Yes, Mm -hmm. that one. Mm -hmm. Like, the whole start to that series and everything, you know. Um, I want to start showing her some of the Justice League movies, too. Yeah, I was just going to say. Like, I was telling her about um, Crisis on Two Earths. I love that movie. Mm -hmm. It has one of the hardest Batman quotes in it. And I think it's the one where he says to Owlman... um, you're right. We both did look in the abyss, but when it looked back at us, you blinked. Yeah. That one's a good one. Sends them off. I love that. Uh, what was I just going to tell you? Did you hear that for Crisis on Infinite Earths two, they confirmed that uh, Will Friedel is going to be back as the voice of Batman Beyond. Really? Yeah. Isn't that exciting? Holy shit! So he's going to be in the in the new movie in the part two of Crisis yeah, on of, Infinite Earths. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's fucking sweet. Yeah, I'm excited to have him back. Like, you just can't beat his original voice. No, you can't. And that's the thing. And and I was trying to think, like, who would they cast if they do the Batman Beyond movie? I was like, I don't think you could cast anyone else. A little early for Halloween. 
but just in time for fall. fall. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a dope. Like, he always had, like, Spider-Man's wit, where, like, Batman didn't have the wit like that necessarily. Yes. He had yeah. those moments where he got, like, a good jab at you, like, in Bad Love, yep. where he says the whole thing to Joker and then goes, puddin'. Like, oh, like yeah. just a little, yeah. just a little thing to like send you yeah. over the edge. And, and that's what's so great about Return of the Joker is they, that whole segment at the end. Oh, yeah. He's just talking. Like, yeah, Joker's they, not they, used to him yes, talking. Yes. He's like, you're not supposed to do this. You're not my, supposed to get back at me. My favorite part about that whole thing is when he goes, so you fell into a vat of acid, got your skin bleached, and decided to become a, and started, decided to become a supervillain. What, you couldn't get a job as a rodeo clown? <laughs> just, I was just like, damn, so he good. roasted him. <laughs> yeah, Terry getting real deep on it. <laughs> I think it's just the fact that he was like, got your skin bleached. And I was like, <laughs> He wanted to get him so mad that he would, that uh, Joker would make it personal. Like, yes. make the death personal. And yeah. you know with Joker, like, if that... If that's the case, he's going to stab you or, like, inflict bodily. He's not going to shoot you. He's not going to shoot you. Yeah, he tries to strangle him. He tries to strangle him. And that's one of the most intimate ways you can kill somebody. Like, most of, like, crimes of passion and things like that, the people are either, like, stabbed or choked a Mm -hmm. lot of the time because, like— it's like an intimate way to it, like it's a personal way yeah. to kill somebody, and we've seen jo- Joker with a crowbar. Oh, like, yeah, he he Jason Todd with a crowbar and just yeah. left him for dead to mm-hmm. like blow it. Like, it, it, it shit like that is what makes Joker so like disgusting mm-hmm. <laughs> as a supervillain. I yeah. I fucking love Joker I love and shit it. like that. One of the most bizarre things ever for me will still be um, watching Mask of the Phantasm the day uh, the news broke that Kevin Conroy died. And I watched it. Um, I watched it before the news broke. Yeah. So, like, nobody knew yet. I had just finished up. And, like, an hour later, all of a sudden, like, that all comes out. Yeah. It was fucking wild. Devastating. It was we've terrible. Got, we've got more coming from him, so I'm excited. Yeah, we do got a little I bit am. more. A little bit more. I'm a little excited, so. Ooh. I know. And we have a connection to him forever, too. Oh, yeah. 100%. Some, a small, very, mm-hmm. just one brief moment of our paths crossing. He knew our earth. names, you know. For a second, yeah. And it's, Even in that moment, that's fine. Yeah, if you knew me for I five wanted. minutes, that's all I care about. Yeah. That's absolutely. all I care about, man. Um. On that note, um, I Here, do real quick. Let me see if I got news yeah, for yeah. You. Go ahead. Um, so uh, Invincible Part Two is coming out soon, which I'm excited about. Yes, I need to catch up. Um, <clears throat> we also got a date for um, season two of the boys, or uh, season four of the boys. In uh, June, yeah, June. Right? I can't remember the exact date, but it's in June. They also I'm renewed it for a fifth season already. Let's go! That's awesome. Um, <clears throat> Elden Ring just dropped its um, DLC trailer, which looks insane. <laughs> it looks crazy, and I'm I'm re-downloading it and I'm playing it. It looks awesome. A friend was telling me the other day that. Um, <clears throat> A, a coworker of hers offered her, uh, offered her 
offered to pay for the Elden Ring DLC for her um, oh, if she legally changed her name to his name. <laughs> and she was very much considering I it. I mean, yeah, that might be worth it. She was, like, texting her partner being like, uh, would you still love me if I changed my name to Gabe? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Is that okay? Yeah, right. I don't see why not. <laughs> um... Uh, Peacemaker is getting added to Mortal Kombat finally. Dope. He looks uh, like a cool character to play. I still got to get that. I think John Cena voices him. I think so too. I think From what I remember, I think he does. Tell. Yeah, but I, I think he does. Um, Fairly Odd Parents is getting a sequel series, and the original Cosmo Wanda voice actors are going to be there. Oh. Yeah. So I was surprised to hear that. I was like, "Is Fairly Odd Parents like still running?" I don't know, and that's why I was like, "Oh, holy that's shit, a question okay. I'm going to answer right now." <laughs> um, and that's pretty much it. Um, uh, Pedro Pascal won Best Drama Series Actor um, for the SAG Awards, and Robert Downey Jr. won um, Best Supporting Actor. I can't remember if we talked about this last week, but I am very excited on um, the casting in the new Fantastic Four. Yes, we did talk about yeah, it a little bit. Very yes. much so. Yes. This is their last chance. They got to get it right this time. Oh, yeah. They absolutely. Have to. Um, oh, yeah. We also have um, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth coming soon, which is awesome. Mm, yep. That's going to be coming I'm pretty soon. I'm stoked for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I have, though. Oh, Boys comes out June 13th. June 13th. June 13th. And then Shadow of the Erd Tree is June 21st. Oh, so they only... Okay, yeah, so Fairly Odd Parents is off the air. It is, okay. It ran from 2001 to, like, 2017, so they had 10 seasons of it. <sighs> wow. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of Fairly wow. Odd Parents. That is a lot of fun. And there's apparently, like, a live-action series, too? They did live-action movies. I know that. And they had Drake Bell do it. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it did not, uh... Did not age well. Yeah. Him. I was gonna say. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's all I got, though. I, uh... Uh, not to end the episode on a sad note, but I have no, to. Yeah. Um, oh, um, there are certain times where you lose someone in life and you don't know how to react to it. And um, you have a lot of things like just on your mind and that clutter is just so hard to unpack. And yeah. I did want to just take a second and talk about Anthony before um, uh, we got off the air. Absolutely. Um Pro wrestler um, Anthony Gaines passed away, unfortunately, on this past Friday. Um, Not only was he one hell of a wrestler and one hell of a performer, but he was a good friend. He was someone I trained way back in the day. Sometimes there would be days where it was just me, Kevin, him, and Jade just there like very early on. and. We were always wary about people coming into the group, and he just kind of fit in very, very well with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, he just became a brother. There's a brotherhood you form. I've talked about it on here before when I was talking about Iron Claw, but there's a brotherhood you form when it comes to wrestling and you don't want to see anything happen to your people. And there's just something unbreakable that comes with your love of the sport and how much you love it. And the more I, um, I saw Anthony, I always looked forward to seeing him. He was one of the people I always look forward to seeing when I was on a show. Cause he just, his laugh was unbelievable. He was funny as all hell. Like Mm -hmm. I just had so many weird, like laughing instances with him. He had a tattoo of Don Knotts on his shin. Um, Don Knotts? Don Knotts. Like the the guy from like Disney and the Andy Griffith show. And like, oh. dude, he showed me it. The first time he showed me it, I laughed for like three hours straight. I couldn't believe he had a fucking tattoo of Don Knotts on his fucking Don body. Knotts. Don Knotts, the legend. And it was like, it was like a stupid ass Don Knotts face too. <laughs> No, it's not Don Knotts. Oh, it's not? It was Billy Mays that he had. He had Billy Mays. That's even better. <laughs> I actually, I have to update uh, that. Billy Mays. <laughs> it was Billy Mays. Oh, my God. It's Billy Mays. You oh can't go God. wrong with that, though. can't go wrong with Billy Mays. So funny. <laughs> or no, it wasn't. Yeah, I got to adjust that. That is too good. That is too Dude, good. It, it was. There we go. I just adjusted that. Yeah. Because it was. It, that. That's what I got confused is he told me that when he got it, his cousin did Don Knotts on himself. So they had they they each tattooed Billy Mays and Don Knotts, but he had Billy oh Mays on his fucking. Oh my god, that's great! On his calf. Um, I wrestled one of the best matches I've ever had against Anthony. Um, I go back and watch it all the time, and I'm so proud of it. Um, he had incredible moments uh, within his pro wrestling career. Uh, he rolled with all my crew. He was he was part of the yard like we adopted him and we trained him we took him in and i hope i i really really hope uh those were some of the best moments he had i hope they were i hope he always looked back on those and i know he did in a lot of different ways um you're crazy that dude would take bumps that I, i no human being should ever take in their entire life um, he had his demons, and I think that's part of what ended up um, taking him so early. But I just look back on the last time I saw him where I was at a birthday party for Kevin, and I was trying to mm. just – I Irish goodbye fucking everything. I don't know if you know that. Mm, I just I, – yeah. I try and dip out of the room without a soul seeing me because I don't want to make it a big thing that I'm leaving. And – I was trying to slip out and he caught me mm-hmm. and he wouldn't let me leave without saying goodbye to him. Oh, yeah, And yeah. I hugged him and I said goodbye and then I love him. And like, fuck if, if I had walked out of that room without saying goodbye to him and yeah. then this happened, it would, it would be so much more devastating. But like the fact that it was him that reached out for that connection to like, will just always mean the world to me. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Rest in peace, Anthony. Nicky yeah, Ometti, Anthony Gaines. Seriously, yeah. My brother and my friend, my opponent, my part of my heart, like truly. Yeah. Truly part of my heart. Yeah. Um, this one hurts. So there's... There's some that like really, 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 really hurt. Jordan hurts so bad. Yeah. Um, Jed hurts so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, this one hurts so bad, yeah. so, so, so badly. Um, and I hope wherever you are, Anthony, that you're finding peace right now because you deserve it. You deserve to finally have that peace in your life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um. I'm excited to see Treasure Island today on that note, too. I'm excited to see what you guys did with it. Um, this will be out after the time yes, you guys close. Are you ha- are you having good um, audiences and crowds at least these past couple of days? Yeah, yeah. Um, last night's audience was very good. Um, yesterday's audience was good. And um, the night before, I think it was pretty good. So last week was a little weird sometimes. But, you know, you get those audiences. Yeah, yeah. I would say all in all, it's been a pretty good run. Um, we're cl- pretty close to being Frankenstein, which is exciting. So. Dope. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't come today, though. <laughs> no, no. So we'll never get oh, the fucking yeah. recognition it deserves. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's going very good. Um, everyone leaving is saying it's a good show so that's always good it is a so, good show yeah it is a good show absolutely so but yeah excited for you to see it and see what your final thoughts are and yeah yeah man me too um until next time make sure you check out all our other shows at the network at bicbp-radio.com um including what's going on eat sleep list um modern day mixtape is there a new episode today or next week for modern day I think it might be next week. I'm not sure. Maybe might, today. I think it might be next week. Um, hear me out with John and Elena. Um, and much, 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 much more that can be found on here. Uh, Till next time, we will end this episode the way we always do with a one, two, three. See ya. See ya.